Namaste, Professor Vaidyanathanji. We are glad to have you back with us. You are one of our favorite and most popular <laughs> guests. You need no introduction, but for our new audience, I'll just give a brief introduction. Uh, professor R. Vaidyanathan is a retired professor of finance at IIM Bangalore. He was named one of the 10 best professors at all IIMs. He is a well-known author and some of his uh, popular books are Black Money and Tax Heavens, Cast as Social Capital, which have all been well-received and referred to by policy experts. He is currently a member of National Security Advisory Board under National Security Council, an adjunct professor of Oro University, Surat, and Choas Ramaswamy Chair Professor in Public Policy at Shastra University. Uh, today, let's uh, discuss the American gun issue. America's gun violence is very well known, and they're again in the news for some two gruesome incidents, uh, one involving the killing of 19 innocent children and two teachers, and another one that's just happened, a shooting spree at uh, hospital premises. And there are hundreds of over such shootings that's happening that happened in 2021. The problem only seems to be getting bigger and there's no solution in sight. Professor, why do you think America has such a problem with uncontrolled gun violence? In one sentence, large number of dysfunctional families. Okay. As you increase the number of dysfunctional families, these problems become much more acute. You know, there are a lot of bushfires you are mentioning. If you look at many of the places, it is by people who are uh, uh, what is called the single parent family background. Single parent family is actually single mother. It's not single father or anything. Today, roughly 52% of the childbirth in US is out of wedlock. This is something very, very important to note, which used to be some hardly, you know, 10-15% in the 1950s. Today, 52%. And uh, among Blacks and uh, Latinos, this is very high, 70 to 75%. So from a joint family, you become nuclear family, nuclear family to proton family, single parent family. I don't know where it will further. Lot of psychologists have told, whether one likes it or not, at a very young age, all over the world, Europe, US, India, China, father is used as a controlling variable in the family. Okay. Basically, what it, what it is, is, you know, like a mom will say, you know, don't do this, I'll tell Appa when he comes home, don't do that, don't, you know, the, the do's and don'ts are uh, slowly pushed into his head, using father as a variable. At that young age, as he grows up, he understands who really controls the family. That's a different issue I'm talking about. So, in 2010, in UK, uh, London, Liverpool, uh, Manchester, many places, I was there that time in Manchester, the kids in the age group of, say, something like 8 to 15, they were rioting on the roads, streets. Okay. They were looting departmental stores, shops, and uh, rampage. They were going for two days. And uh, cops were not sure, you know, obviously they are too young to be shot dead or anything. Everywhere they were trying to, you know, handcuff them. And it was chaos, actually. Nobody, it started in uh, some place. 
I was in Manchester. Every shop was looted. There was an electronic shop and this. One shop was not touched by anybody. I was also puzzled. It was a bookshop. And, uh, because no, I don't think any kid is interested in anymore in books. Anyhow, the point is they appointed a committee with the Archbishop of London also as a member. Yes, uh, I think you may be knowing in UK system actually the Archbishop of the uh, thing is actually the head of the uh, state. Right. He derives the powers and uh, he is supposed uh, he is supposed to be advising the Queen and uh, of course. Most of it is in theory in contemporary situation, but still he holds a very important position. The committee, you know, they are like uh, actually we have learned from the Mundli. Whenever there is a crisis, form a committee, and uh, the committee uh, discussed and then finally they produced a report around 2011 or so. It's in the internet also. It's a slim report, 30, 32 pages. The first, first sentence of the report is, the sovereignty of the family is dead in UK. Okay. It's extremely critical observation. Then later on, the Archbishop in one place says, there are more number of households with the television than with husbands. <laughs> he says that uh, factual statistics he is able to produce. In other words, what he says is, we have become a dysfunctional society. Right. It's a very, very important thing. Uh, you know, the, you know the, the, the context is in terms of bringing up the children with some values, with uh, these are something which ought not to be done. These are something which ought to be done. You know, these are, you know, it's not something which you, you get to learn from your uh, television serials or anything like that. This comes in the family only. You know, they also observe how the behavior is there and, you know, all this thing and the grandpa, grandma in the olden days, contemporary world, at least father and mother, you know, various, uh, and there are some relatives and other things. What is happening is these the dysfunctional family kids are the, uh, you know, they sometimes, many places in US also, the bushfires come from these places. They get into issues of, for instance, this uh, uh, illegal activities gangs and then drugs then you know the firearms all these things and they you know they think they are heroes if they are a, a part of a gang you know gang warfare and other thing come and using guns in us is much easier much more uh, yeah. you know, second amendment and all that they say that uh, back the check should be done and all that crap i was in us and uh, i remember visiting one exhibition of these uh, arms, guns. Some one of my colleagues told, come let's, I have never, I've never seen guns except in movies, you know, like, uh, uh, so uh, actually, firearms load. And so I was looking at, and I was, some jokingly I told, uh, I think I should pick up one at least, like that. The fellow was selling, he told, uh, yeah, you take it. I told, no, I am from India, I don't have any, uh, no, uh, licensor. You know what he told me? Uh, don't worry, Professor, we will manage. Oh my God, okay. That that is, this is the wording I, I always remember this actually. We will manage. That, that means what? All your laws and regulations are gone for a toss. Absolutely. I am a temporary visitor there. I was not even uh, a regular person who is staying there. 
city told we will manage you i'll i'll arrange to get it provided you of course pay the money and all those things so this gun culture combined with uh, dysfunctional families see throughout the 40s and 50s if you look at it family was a major institution along with the church in europe as well as in us very important and uh, you know the church church is something like our caste if you ask me bluntly you know presbyterian and episcopalian and all these people they all are single uh, you know i went to the same church as xyz and then i went to the same school i went to the similar college and then they even get into business together it's a very very interesting thing okay. it's as nepotistic as anybody else but they would pretend as if you know only india is having all this uh, you know uh, links and other thing nothing obnoxious actually anyhow right so the 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 destruction of the family has started somewhere in the 80s and 90s and it is to make it smaller and smaller if you see the advertisement in the 70s and 80s all advertisements were only for happy family happy family means husband wife and two children one boy one girl maybe a dog that's allowed that's the happy happy family will never have mother in law sister in law you know all these people are not included in the happy family this is indoctrinated and uh, post marriage you are expected to move out of your parents home and then on your own again billions of uh, apartments and uh, independent houses were created between 2060 uh, sorry 1960 and 2010 because of this moving out from the parents place till then people used to stay joint family used to be very common and other and slowly this became uh, slightly more in terms of living together idea right without marriage and post living together it is just uh, you know only one parent and mostly it is women you know the mother which has two three children right and what is the issue is see uh, there are guilds in uh, europe guild equivalent to some technical our industrial training institute in india we call them iti right. not iit iti iti is you know basically training you after plus 2 in some Uh, becoming making you a carpenter or a fitter plumber painter all the different type of uh, uh, work one can call skills are important you europe and us in the 70s there was huge demand for these compared to the supply incidentally there all of the all the kids don't go to colleges unlike india there roughly 10 to 11% only go after school into colleges the right. remaining all go for this type of work only sometimes they may enter re enter college after doing five years of work or four years of work anyhow and uh, some of them could be even uh, you know delivery boys some of them workers you know different different type of uh, avocation but over a period of time very interesting somewhere in 2010 15 statistics there is not much demand for these uh, guilds at all what is happening is the family and extended family pressure is getting lost 
Okay, let no. me put it clearly. After plus two, most of the career choices of individuals are due to family and extended family pressure. Right. People ask, have you written JE? You have not sat for this uh, thing, CAT. You have not sat for, uh, you know, the medical entry. Like that, you know, they go on, you know, whether the boy likes it or not, he sits for these exams and get into something. I used to interview during for my MBA uh, thing, quite a large number of students. Many of them were telling that we were not interested in engineering, but we joined because everybody else joined. Sir, you know, like that, you know. So, point is that pressure from family, extended family, and other thing is slowly gone. So, nobody to, and a single mom is not in a position to. Uh, compel or advise or anything like that. So these kids go to the pub and these kids uh, get into gangs and you know they uh, unfortunately uh, somebody told uh, unemployment rate is some 12 percent uh, sorry 16 percent or something in uh, Portugal and Spain and other and that uh, professor told me it is not just unemployment it is unemployable most of them cannot be uh, fit into any job. So this type of a uh, uh, situation is uh, uh, what one can call a breeding ground for this gun culture. And another thing is when there is economic crisis at your uh, family level or at uh, you tend to blame the migrants. This is something very interesting. All over the world, this is the standard. Uh, whenever there is a crisis, you think migrants are responsible for it. In right. Bombay, they say Bihari should be beaten up. In Tamil Nadu, they say Northerners should be beaten up. All these type of rubbish will be there. Yeah. Same thing is happening there. You see, many a time, these uh, youngsters, white youngsters, they actually have a tendency to attack. Uh, nowadays, even some places in, uh, for instance, in Georgia, the Asian uh, women and men were attacked. They were, uh, you know, considered as one of the, uh, you know, uh, what one can call, uh, unwanted inside and there many of them are doing well that is another issue many of them are you know earning well and uh, you know the highest earning group is uh, in uh, us is actually indian americans so right. that uh, that create its own uh, you know what you may call envy and uh, right so this uh, second amendment uh, whether they can uh, completely remove it big question mark because this uh, fellows uh, this uh, you know what you call your uh, uh, the what you call the rifle association groups they are very very powerful there oh. they are actually national rifle uh, no many of these uh, uh, anyway most of the senators get funded from them so that is another thing and they address them also they so they are arguing uh, the arms don't uh, kill people, only human beings kill people. This is the stupidest type of argument. <laughs> if you don't have arms, how can you, you know, anyhow. So they are very powerful. And uh, I don't think uh, either Democrat or Republican, it is not the question of split. It's a question of, and uh, there is a, you know, the what I would rather call, again, the masculine type of thing. You know, having gun is considered to be, you know, yeah. you are more, uh, more a man if you know how to handle a gun. This is something very, very uh, thing. And nowadays some, uh, you know, women are also imitating it to prove that they are like men. 
and Correct. much of your uh, bollywood movies and uh, television serial and other thing is uh, reinforcing this type of beliefs only right this is something which is uh, so very sad actually and uh, in our own country we are trying to imitate some of these things right is, as i told you i think did i tell you that uh, we are genetically linked to americans right we are you know, sort of uh, we are our umbilical cords are not cut from them actually right. we think they are the ones who and, uh, yeah. and you know for bureaucrats judges political leaders i am sure at least 70 to 80% of them have children educating in us and having green cards yes. there or something and these people also want to go and settle down there that is their ultimate uh, ambition you ask any senior bureaucrat going to retire soon he will say i have to go and settle down there this is uh, how long it will continue one doesn't know because there is a significant economic crisis also in the in those countries correct so point is we want to imitate them right and three things are there one is we want the recognition unless they say that you know for instance uh, i am giving a talk on indian economy in delhi let's say and just in the room a white man is also talking the full crowd will be with the white only not with me who is interested in me telling he will also be talking indian economy later on somebody will say sir the white man was a plumber he is not an economist and people will say it doesn't matter he is white so he has to be so right. white is right that is our attitude the second right is the coconut not the full white outside brown inside white that what the chinese call banana outside yellow inside white so for us the hierarchy wise pure white coconut and third will be the our locals so that is the type of a, we are you know it will take a long long time for us to because we seek recognition only when it is uh recognized by the uh, west yes true but uh, let's wait and see the yes. my only concern is this gun culture right will completely erode the us uh, society okay as well as uh, it will have significant impact on us economy also okay very important right right it's not uh, and you know there it's a mass killing it's not even a yeah you know one person or something Right. second is it's random yeah. which is very very frightening you yeah. know it's not like uh, x group and y group are fighting with each other no yeah. you never know where will what will come and hit you yeah. and all of them are innocent bystanders in a supermarket or in a you know mall or in a school they are nowhere involved or nothing like that true this random killing creates its own uh, a uncertainties be it have an impact on the economy sooner or later true and that texas school shooter was only 18 years old and yeah. i think you covered this uh, professor you said the primary purpose of a gun is to kill and why are instruments of death normalized as commodities in the us is it a capitalist problem or like you said is it the rifles association that is no no i don't think it is capitalist problem per se it is much more to do with the you know according to me any society where the family is in decline is having severe problems okay. that is what is happening in both europe as well as in and also along with that the decline of the church you know okay. the earlier church used to provide some amount of cushion whether one likes it or not 
they used to you know tell you do's and don'ts you know oh. by invoking perhaps some fear of saturn and various other but still but the church attendance is very is negligible nowadays yes. you know unfortunately europe has become agnostic you know so earlier they used to visit church daily then it became sunday even sunday i visited a church in uk huge church which can accommodate easily 1000 people minimum on a sunday morning there were seven people sitting in the first row that's all <laughs> i was the eighth and uh, the of course the priest was a bishop that particular day he was uh, you know fire and brimstone another at the end of the talk he came to me and asked you are from i from india yes i told i am from india he told you are all in darkness i told yes nothing but <laughs> we have power cuts like anything and our situation hopefully will improve like this we were talking he doesn't he didn't understand i was talking about actual power <laughs> he was talking about and he told there is you know you are all in dire strait something should be done to he genuinely feels it is his dharma to uh, convert us <laughs> not, yeah he is he is very serious about it actually no. point i want to stress is the decline of the family decline of the church both of that phenomenally yeah. eroded the do's and don'ts of the society and uh, in india actually society is organized government is disorganized <laughs> in western context government is organized but unfortunately society is very disorganized true not uh, and uh, just now i was watching a video an elderly woman is living alone in a small town the post woman post you know she goes drops in the you know they have a box in front of the house and uh, next day also she find the yesterday has not been picked up okay gets, uh, and after two three days she really get concerned what is happening she asked the neighbor he says i don't know anything about that oh. oh sorry like that he says she asked some other person he says no we don't have any contact with her this is not in um, big cities where people live in apartment apartment living is called living apart from each other that's what is called small town and finally the post woman this actually happened so uh, you know goes around the house and uh, finally uh, bathroom window she opens and find the old woman is sitting inside unfortunately it has got locked okay and then uh, the post woman arranges to you know uh, break the lock and uh, the thing is uh, this is how we have become actually completely we are not having the uh, affinity of the groups totally all you know including in india for instance people ridicule caste but i have written a book called caste social capital it has got huge amount of uh, you know positivity true point is this is uh, so the the olden days going to church for instance was considered as a very important uh, activity and not only that you know the many may not know out of 43 or 44 i don't know the exact number now of the presidents roughly two third would have come from presbyterians and episcopalians only not mm-hmm. from other groups very recently only baptists are started becoming a, uh, okay. after the bush era the point is uh, this is the cohesiveness which they have developed 
Presbyterian will help other Presbyterians. If you are a Presbyterian banker, you will help the client who is a borrower. All right. these things are there because they all went to the same church. They all studied same. But that is also. So seminary, for instance, people used to be in lakhs attending or joining in the 50s. Today, hardly it is in hundreds. Right. 67. And that is another thing which is a separate uh, area which we have to discuss some other time. That is another thing which makes them desperate to convert people in countries like India. Okay. They have to manage all those uh, massive buildings and, uh, you know, the lawns and all these things, vessels washing and other. For that, they get, uh, you know, uh, people from countries like India, actually. You, I have seen some big churches in Europe which are... Uh, um, taken care by people from Bangladesh or India or Pakistan or something like that. In the name of Jesus, it's a free service also. There is no need for the other way. They have to pay a huge sum of money to even right. sweep the altar and sweep the floor and other things on a daily basis. So that is gone. So going to church is no more a major activity. Sure. And going to you know, family is getting uh, dissipated. So where from you learn the uh, mechanics of living with each right. other? That's why you find so many broken relationships, so many type of, you know, like instant noodle, you know, five minutes uh, you have a dating and then marry. And then after 10 minutes you divorce. So this is a, you know, this is a very complex type of uh, issue. But they are not willing to face this. This True. is very, very important. And they are only sticking to their you know, uh, legal thing. And legal is okay. Legal will be, uh, but that which is not necessarily practiced or that which is not necessarily uh, beneficial. The fundamental. Yeah, the fundamental. fundamental. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Professor, how do you think the other gun laws? in India compared to the US? Oh, compared to that, we have an excellent type of thing. I would say, of course, there are some people who make illegal arms and other things. I won't deny that. Particularly in the Northern Belt, some places, mm -hmm. uh, we have heard about it. You know, all these uh, Madhya Pradesh, Dakoids and uh, so many type of things. But that doesn't automatically mean that system has, for instance, uh, Gujarat, Whenever I say prohibition, immediately, oh, sir, in Gujarat, you can get any amount of liquor. Yeah. That's not the issue. Issue is large number of middle class doesn't have access directly to a shop. Correct. So quite a, I would say quite a number, good number, three-fourths at least, are not to, will not be drinking. I'm sure if it is available on every road corner, there may be tempted to drink. Tamil Nadu, which had prohibition, relaxed it in the 70s. Today, it is very difficult for it to reimpose. And today, almost all the youth of Tamil Nadu has uh, got into drinking a bit. Correct. So, this is, a, this is something. So, I would say the gun laws in India are really good. It's, of course, there are, you know, just like, just because there is a violation, it doesn't automatically mean we should uh, remove it or anything. That's not a correct way to uh, deal with that couple of people cross the red uh, red light, doesn't automatically mean that you remove all the signals. So, our, uh, and by and large, I would say, you see, we have a country of uh, 130 crores, you know that, right? Correct. You know how many Tanas are there in India? 
ಕರ್ಮಾ you know people are not very, people are concerned about doing something wrong because they feel that it will hit them again back that is the concept of getting it back so all that is there there is no point in ridiculing them or anything right so the gun culture in india is much much bigger much better according to me of course here are people use the knife and the swords and other thing and but the again uh, we have to have a order of uh, magnitude 130 crore people the number of people getting you know into this is very very uh, minor or microscope i would say true and true. some of this is instigated due to political reasons again true, true. so that's not a very big deal true also introducing uh, guns to indian market won't create similar problems is what you're saying yeah we won't have similar issues correct so there is some sort of personal accountability in our society and normally you know normally i tell you one thing at least significant number of indian youngsters would not have seen a gun or handled a gun true other than on television or pictures where you know they show shooting and otherwise they would not have gone even you know i will tell you one thing uh, very recently last 10 15 years only i find on diwali uh, people using you know those mock pistols you know correct earlier it was not there in the okay. 60s 70s another thing when i was a kid it was not there at all oh, right so this is all just you know again you know influence of uh, west influence of movies another thing that's all majority of indian children would not have seen a gun actual gun True. I'm very confident. I'm very sure about it. True, sir. I can vouch for it. I haven't yeah. seen. You might not have also seen, right? No. Actually, a lot. You know, this is the you know this is how we are brought up, and this is how because we associated rifles and guns with the cops and the army and other. They are they are expected to protect us. Our no, our method is not uh, the method of this uh, amendment two, where every citizen have to. Oh, no. we are armed and then no no we expect the state to protect us hopefully they will continue to do that <laughs> right <laughs> yeah okay professor this was a wonderful discussion and thank you again for your wonderful insights thank you divya